Houston's a team that you get the sense when you're watching them play that they actually want to fight you. Correct. Like they are, they are not there to play basketball. Correct. And so, if that- welcome to the Speakeasy Sports Show. Time to pull up a seat, pour a glass, and talk some ball. Here's your hosts, Daniel and John. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Speakeasy Sports Show. We're talking most watchable college basketball teams. He is John. I am Daniel. Thanks so much for being here, John. How are you this evening? Uh, doing great. I, um, yeah, you know, I think for I think I was thinking about whiskey. I, you know, I, I think about whiskey a lot. Yep. Okay. And I was That's... thinking about the we, we were talking about this episode most watchable basketball teams, and I was thinking about the most drinkable whiskeys. And so I pulled out uh, I pulled out this Larceny barrel proof. It's very drinkable, uh, which is very drinkable. Yeah. Um. So this episode should be great for our listeners. Because I'm, I'm drinking barrel proof and talking mm-hmm. about the most yep. watchable basketball teams. Yeah, should be hang hang in there. It's gonna be good. Wait till the end. You know, it just gets he gets looser <laughs> as the episode goes. And so, um, yeah, I, you know, we're not talking best basketball teams. No, um, we're talking most watchable basketball teams. Most fun to watch. Most the the ones that you know when you're when you're scrolling through the YouTube TV on the top there on the home screen, and you're seeing all the games that are on the one that when you see that logo you're gonna you're gonna just want to immediately click on it because no matter who they're playing no matter what they're doing, um, you're gonna want to get a, a piece of the action. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for being here. Before we get started. Just click that subscribe is really the only thing that we would ask you to do to help us out. It helps us out a tremendous amount. If you like the show and you want to share it with some friends, you want to post about it on social media, all of that stuff is more than we'd be honored if you would do that. But really, just subscribe and that would help us out. Leave us a comment. Let us know who you're watching in college basketball, who your team is who you're cheering for, um, and, uh, you know, we find out we got a bunch of, you know, we got a bunch of Mississippi State fans in here, then we'll talk more about Mississippi State basketball. Hey, we find out we got a bunch of Creighton fans in here, we'll talk more about Creighton basketball. So, like, you just you let us know who your team is, and we will we'll tailor the episodes to you. Um, John, I'm going to start, uh, I'm going to start out here. I'm going to go with the Final Four team from last year, which feels like it is a little bit – a little bit, you know, low-hanging fruit um, because, of course, it's a watchable team. Of course, it's a good team. But I'm going to go with a Final Four team from last year that still nobody is paying any attention to, that still your average Joe college basketball fan is not looking at whatsoever, and that is um, the Florida Atlantic Owls. Like, they are – like, this team is – so much fun to watch. They returned everyone from their Final Four team from last year, and um, Davis, I think, is is the name of the that score like that one of their that premier scorer on the the floor. Um, they got the big guy inside who is absolutely he's like a Zach Eady light. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he he's fantastic. But the beauty of this Florida Atlantic team, and you saw it last year in the tournament, and the reason that they're so fun to watch is the names on the jerseys don't matter. 
They're interchangeable. It's just a bunch of interchangeable parts, and literally every one they put on the court can flat out go, can flat out defend, rebound, get a bucket. They play. Um, they play a really fun brand of basketball, and they are one of my favorite teams to watch. Unfortunately, you know the non-conference slate is is drawing to a close, but they do have. They do match up against Arizona in uh, a couple of weeks on right before Christmas on the 23rd. And if you don't think that FAU has got a legitimate shot to knock off Arizona, um, that's uh, that's a neutral side game. And so once they get into conference play, obviously it's gonna you know it's gonna slow down. They should they should do pretty well in that league. I expect them to have a reasonably high seed come tournament time. But um, I love FAU. Yeah, I do too. Dusty May, I mean, he's just he's he's the kind of coach um that you he's the kind of coach that you just want to play for, right? Like he's a yeah. guy, he's not he never gets too high, he never gets too low. Uh he believes in his system, he believes in his players, um, and has had nothing but success come from it. I mean he took he took an FAU team that was really I mean, there there was nothing going for FAU basketball when when Dusty May said, "I will no. take I will take this team," um, and he has taken them in in five years and and took them to the Final Four. Yeah, it's the sixth year. And, he signed yeah. a big extension. You could, you know, who yeah. knows? And and nobody's yeah. going to get on here and criticize him if he if he jumps ship and goes to a major. You know, if yeah. if Michigan State comes calling. Um, yeah. Who, by the way, Michigan State is a dumpster fire <laughs> right now. Yeah. If Michigan State comes calling because Tom Izzo decides he doesn't like basketball anymore, nobody's going to fault Dusty May for leaving. But you could also right. see him being like, hey, why can't I turn this into Gonzaga? You know, like, why can't this be, why can't I be Mark Few? Why can't this be Gonzaga? That doesn't happen in college football. That happens in college basketball. And so you could legitimately see Dusty May. Uh, ride this thing out at FAU and just keep it going. We'll see. Yep. Yep. Love it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, shout out FAU. Go Owls. Um, great team. Love them. Uh, listen, I am going to go, I am going to go with one of, uh, with one of the best teams, um, in college basketball. Okay. And, uh, you know, I think for me, when I, when I watch, um, Houston play basketball, Ooh. I I love the Houston Cougars. Yeah, um, very very different from FAU, right? Like Houston, very um, different. Very different. Uh, Houston, you know, they're more uh, this year. They're more of of a low scoring team, more of a defensive kind of identity. Uh, mm-hmm. But you got LJ Cryer, you've got Jawan Roberts, you've got guys who have this real kind of personality about them. Um, you have guys that have this real kind of swagger about them. Yeah. Um, and I think if you're looking for, if you're the type of person that you're looking for kind of the other side of an FAU, um, watch Houston play basketball. Houston, you know, they haven't they haven't played their their non-conference schedule has honestly been Kind of garbage, right? I mean, which is played, a shame. But you, hate to, shame. you just hate to see yeah. that. I mean, I know they're in the Big Twelve now, so they're going to get a lot. You know, they're going to get to match up yeah. against Kansas. They're going to get some big time Big Twelve but matchups. You, but but yeah, that. but you but you played Utah and 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 Towson. I mean, I know you played you know Dayton and Xavier, who are typically you know pretty good yeah. basketball teams. But you haven't you haven't they haven't really been tested. So they're ten and zero. They're ranked number four. Um, 
I'm very interested to see what happens when they when they come up against the test. But the way that they play defense, the way that they um, get after it on that side of the floor, and just their yeah. just their swagger about it, I think for me, you know, I love I love watching Houston uh, Houston play basketball. I mean, they're holding teams again, not a great schedule, but they're holding teams to 49. Point seven points a game. Forty nine. You know? That's 49, under fifty. Under fifty <laughs> points a game. They are holding teams. Holy and so, cow. so yeah. So for me, when I think about you know guys who just who are just some dogs on that defensive end of the floor, who sure. are guys who are just getting after it, who who are confident in what they're doing, um, who are confident in the system that they play on that side of the floor. Um, I I personally love tuning in uh, to Houston Cougar basketball. Um, I think Kelvin Sampson, you know, he is he's definitely um, has had a little bit of a uh, a revival after his you know <laughs> journey with Oklahoma and Indiana and the yeah. show cause and like all the things. And so he's he's certainly not the easiest uh, coach to root for. He's not he's not a, a Dusty May by any uh, stretch. Um, but man, he's, he's definitely, you know, he, he went, he went on his journey. He went through his, his situations and now he's, you know, in his, in his eighth or ninth year at Houston and, um, and has built a legit basketball program, um, has brought Houston back. Um, you know, they're a final four team, um, uh, three years ago, uh, yep. Elite Eight team. Uh, two years ago, Sweet Sixteen team. Last year, um, I'm really interested to see what happens when they get into conference play. When they have some real challenge against some teams that can really score, some teams that can really, you know, like BYU is a good example. Like they got BYU in a few weeks. I'm really interested yeah. to see what happens when they come up against that competition. But right now, you ain't scoring. You ain't scoring on Houston, and no. uh, I love to watch it. Houston's a team. That, they're a lot like Tennessee in that in that regard. Houston's a team that you get the sense when you're watching them play that they actually want to fight you. Correct. Like they are, they are not there to play basketball. Correct. And so, if that's your vibe, mm-hmm. like right, then Correct. like you would, you're gonna love the. If you're a Clint Shamblin type, you're gonna love the Houston yes. Cougars yes. playing basketball. And like honestly, you know, I'll tell you this, Daniel. I was the only freshman in my high school to play to dress out for the varsity basketball team. Yeah, we had a very good varsity basketball team. I was the only freshman. It was mostly because I was very athletic. And I could jump. You know, I was like mm-hmm. the guy they put into rebound. So I wasn't a great shooter. Nope. I could out jump everyone, and I was a football player. And so I wanted to fight you. Like you I and so I think. And fight. <laughs> so yeah. I think for me, when I think about watchable, when I think about my personality and my style, yeah. that's Houston fits right in there. Of course, that's where you go. Yeah, of that's, course, where, that's I go, where you so, go. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go to – we had a conversation about the SEC and the ACC mm-hmm. and which one's a better league on our last episode. I'm going to go to the – the I think the undisputed best league in all of college basketball, and that's the Big East. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to go to the Marquette Golden Eagles because they're my favorite team in the Big East. Shaka Smart, what he's doing at Marquette. You want to talk about a schedule where you've already beaten Illinois, UCLA, Kansas – and just beat the absolute fool out of Texas. Um, only only two losses are to Purdue by three. Yep. Purdue, the best team in the country, by three. And a rivalry loss on the road at Wisconsin. A very good Wisconsin team, but that's a rivalry game. And so you can understand that. Um, Igadaro, the the, the, mm. the five-man, the, the whatever you want to call him, 
Um, he's got the big high top fade. I love I love his game. I love what he brings. Um, Marquette's got a lot of shooters, um, guys like Stevie Mitchell, guys like Cameron Brown. They've got Sean Jones, great yeah. player. Cam, Cam Jones. Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a lot of great players. But, mm-hmm. um, John, I say this with 100% confidence. There's nobody I'd rather watch play college basketball this year than Tyler Kolick. Tyler Kolick is my favorite player in the NCAA, and it's not even particularly close. If you've never watched Tyler Kolick play basketball, point guard for uh, Marquette, he was the Big East player of the year last year. Again, the Big East, the league that produced UConn, who went on to win the national championship, obviously Villanova, Creighton, um, you know Xavier, Marquette, huge teams in the Big East. Tyler Kolick was the Big East Player of the Year last year. He's going to be the Big East Player of the Year again this year. He is an absolute stud for Marquette. He shoots it with a swagger. He gets other guys involved. He is he is a pure point guard in every sense of the word and he is so much fun to watch the way he orchestrates that offense so i like shaka smart i love his energy on the sidelines i love what he brings i love igadaro and you know and the 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 big guy energy down low but for me it's all tyler kolik and watching the biggies play out this year with teams like providence and UConn and Marquette, I mean, and Creighton. These are all teams that could make the Final Four. And watching them slug it out in the regular season, there is going to be you. I hope you better figure out if you have FS1 on your cable provider package right now because there's going to be some unbelievable basketball on FS1 this year because uh, they that's who seems to be showing all these Big East games. Love it, love it. Yeah, um, I think for me, you know, the last the last one uh, uh, that I will uh, that that I'll throw out there, um, and it pains me. I'll say it pains me. Oh, I it pains me as uh, folks who tune into this know that that uh, my my allegiance as a fan is to an SEC basketball team that wears red sure. and black that resides in Athens, Georgia. Sure. There's uh, no need to get specific about which no one. Need, it's not no important. Need. We don't. It's not important. We don't have to talk about that basketball team because I will tell you they are not one of the most watchable basketball teams. Not now. <laughs> no. No, they, John. They may. No. They may get there right now. They. Sure. Uh, it, I. We I all am, may do do many things, John. Exactly. But right now, I'm, that's not. I'm very loyal, but I'm not tuning in. Um, uh, but I I will say. Um, Alabama for me mm-hmm. is a very is. watchable basketball team. Yeah. Alabama is um it, it is it's a team that, you know, you think like Nate Oates, you think of the things that, you know, that they go through, you think, you know, they lose um uh, uh Brandon Brandon Miller. Uh, Brandon yep. Miller. I was on, yep. I was going to say Mitchell and you was wrong. Brandon Miller. Yep. Um, you think, you know, like you, like you look at, you know, kind of what, what they lost. And, man, they Alabama does nothing but score the basketball. How does Nate Oates do it? 
I have no idea. He brings back these guys who who does they do nothing but be able to put the ball in the hoop. I mean, they're shooting uh, shooting um, forty nine percent from the field. They're averaging ninety three points a game. They get up and down it's the crazy floor. Time. They're in, insane in transition. Um, you know, when I, when I watch that team, it is it is the type of team that um, if if you have someone who in your life who is like. I don't. I don't know that I love <laughs> basketball. Right? Tune, tune them in and watch them. Watch Alabama play offense, and they will fall in love with basketball. Nate Oates has found a way to just continue to find guys who can just put in the hole, who continue to find guys who can distribute the ball, who continue to find guys who can get up and down the court. Um, and Alabama um, is is a very very fun team uh, to watch. Um, they've they've dropped you know a, a few games that. Um, Maybe the Ohio State game, they you know probably should the Ohio have lost, State game is a bad one. Yeah, it was Clemson bad one. though. Clemson, that's not a bad no, loss. Clemson's Purdue. a good team. Purdue is not is a good team. Um, but man, you just you just look at what they do on that offensive end of the floor, and it's for me, you know, it's it's interesting because it is like I separate like Houston defense, Alabama offense, but yeah, uh, but it is true. I I just watch those guys get up down the floor. I watch them put the ball in the hoop, and and it's super fun to watch. And so um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't in. think we're to the point where we're ready to say addition by subtraction, Brandon Miller, like we did, you know, the other day about Caleb Love. Yeah. But the team is different now mm-hmm. without Brandon Miller on it, mm-hmm. um, and so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Obviously, last year they had that amazing, amazing regular season, got the number one overall seed, yeah. but you know, kind of faltered in the tournament, and so. This feels like the kind of team to me that's not going to have a number one seed, that's going to maybe get in there as a three or a four seed in the NCAA tournament. But it would not surprise me at all to see that three or four seed make a deep run, and that's a team that could absolutely make the Final Four. I mean, and it's probably better for them that way, right? I mean, they shoot the next shoot two the games yeah. for Alabama. Yeah. Cool. Yo, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was. Yeah. Just, I interrupted you. I was going to say it, it's probably it's probably better for them to get in at that three or four seed, um, and and have a little bit of a. A little bit, yeah. of, you know, have yeah. to fight through it because they're they're the type of team that, absolutely um, that feels like they operate better from that stance. Yeah, Creighton and Arizona next two weeks on the road at Creighton and then neutral site Arizona. Um, you're gonna have opportunities to watch Alabama basketball. So if you're interested in that sort of a thing, take John's advice and do that. Thanks everybody for being with us today. We've got lots more basketball content. We're gonna talk about bowl games coming up next week. We're gonna talk about our favorite whiskeys of 2023 uh, next week. And so what we got lots to discuss on the show. If you haven't subscribed yet, thank you for doing so. Um, and we will see you guys soon. 